Welcome to the Push Performance Podcast. All right, well, you know what? Let's start this podcast. All right, well, welcome to whatever episode we're on. 17? 18? 18. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Time flies. Time flies. It's cool. So, yeah, uh, today we're going to talk about communication, something we need to address, obviously, right? Communication. Um, what? Communication. Communication. So, I pulled something up here. Um, define communication. The imparting or exchanging of information of news uh, means of sending or receiving information such as phone lines or communications or com- through computers i don't know what that means but um so taylor you just wrote a article on communication yeah something that you and i discussed last week something yeah. I, I posted on um talking about communication what what kind of was your angle with what you were going? And I'll kind of give my take of it, Brandon, mm-hmm. and I want you to chime in on this as well. Like yeah. we're, communication, we, that's something we talked about for, fuck, dude, like every podcast we've gone. So like what yeah, truly yeah, is yeah. communication? Like let's dive into that um, because we see, we see it with our staff. We see it with our athletes. We see it with our families, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is, you know, not a normal podcast for us, like not science-based, not baseball-based, but just – communication-based, yeah. you know, so go ahead and dive yeah. into that. Um, it's something that, like, everybody can relate to, whether you're a parent, whether you're a baseball coach, um, whether you're a strength coach, it, it doesn't matter where you're at or, like, what kind of impact you have on an athlete. It's just the communication that needs to happen in general. Um, and kind of, I have a couple, I have, like, a different take on it, too, because I work with, I'd say, like, half of my athletes are remote athletes, so they don't live in Arizona. They could be in Utah. They could be a kid in Boston. I just kids everywhere. And so the communication looks a little bit different for them than it does for the kids in gym and just the type of communication there. Um, so with, and Brandon kind of kind of add into this too, but with the kids in the gym, we have the kids that come in, they'll ask questions. They, they're eat like they're eager to learn. And generally it'll kind of go more towards um, the upper level guys in terms of like how they want to learn and the exercise and stuff like that. But the younger kids are the kids that we almost have to try to dive into conversations with them and, um, kind of see how they're doing from like a relationship standpoint because it's not always kids don't always want to talk about the gym baseball stuff it's, they want to be like how's your life doing how is school going all this kind of stuff so it's kind of built like it goes into starting a relationship with them and building that open line of communication to have so then he can almost feel like he can talk to you about everything and kind of open you up to you about the gym about the past baseball recruiting purposes all that kind of stuff um but kind of relating it to baseball in the weight room specifically um especially right now, a lot of kids are dying down with summer ball. And so um, as summer ball slowing down, some kids are being very vocal about, yes, I'm slowing down. We can start picking up in the weight room. My body's feeling good. Or, hey, I might be a little banged up here. Let's take care of this before we kind of get into our off season. Um, and, then, and then vice versa with the kids that are kind of moving into some sort of ball ball with their school or playing um, some sort of um, travel, travel team tournaments, stuff like that in the fall. Or playing another sport, those kids are also communicating with us, letting know their schedules, letting us know um, dates and stuff like that that we can look out for. Or like, hey, we need to be ready for this by this time. We have to throw a hundred percent bullpen at this time for this school, kind of stuff like that. Um, and then we also have the kids that, and I think every coach can attest to this. But we have the kids that don't really tell us anything, and then all of a sudden they're gone for two weeks, and we're like, where have you been? And they're like, well, I've been. I, I was in. I had a tournament in Florida, and we're like, and then I had to go to Georgia. And we're like, well, we just like. I did not know that your program didn't really test to that. Like you have to let me know and communicate with me on, um, on like where you're at and traveling purposes and stuff like that. Um, Brandon, you could probably say a couple of things on that too. Just 
I know we talked about it a lot. Frustrating to not have kids communicate. Yeah, no, um, I mean, 100%, especially too, because like you said, um, you have guys that almost over communicate, um, and then you have guys that don't communicate at all, and then you have that fine balance as well. Um, this comes down to knowing the age of the athlete, the, the personality of the athlete, their characteristics. Um, everybody usually kind of has a little bit of a routine or a pattern, so if you're kind of paying attention to that, you can kind of pick up on that with the athlete as well. And then, like you said, it kind of just comes down to, first and foremost, are they in-house or are they remote? Um, the remote, obviously, like you said, the communication is going to be a lot different. You know, it's going to be a lot more through phone calls, texts, and then usually, you know, if the guy's brand new, you're probably going to be a little bit more FaceTime, kind of coaching through a screen versus in-person. So, obviously, your cues and the way you communicate with them are going to be a little bit different than versus the guys that are in-house. And then, you know, we talk about communication, talking to them daily, but then also – you got to let the athletes know you have a plan for them in the future and then also plan for them initially. So, you know, that starts with just the initial assessment or that first interaction. Like you got to let the guy know that like, you know, they're seeking you for advice for the most part. Like they're looking at you as the coach, as the expert, as the professional, whatever it may be. So you got to let them know that they're in good hands first and foremost. Like you got to have a roadmap set up, let them know exactly what their plans or your plans are for them. And then also then kind of get, get into them as well and see what they want out of you. And that, so that's where it kind of goes both ways. Like you can tell them exactly what you're going to do with them, but then at, at the end of the day, it kind of comes down to the same time what they need and what they're feeling and what they want kind of. So that's where you got to, you know, talk to them daily. And then the communication, it's, you know, it goes out more than just that day. It's two to three, four, five weeks out in advance. You know, like you kind of said, a guy disappears on you. So sometimes that's where, you know, if you maybe kind of were diving in a little bit deeper with the kid, you know, sometimes that you might be able to get that out of the kid. But then sometimes it's also the guy just, you know, he just disappears on you. So that's just, you know, you got to kind of take it what it is. But um, the more you just build the relationship with the guy and just kind of build it up, the more you're going to get out of the kid. Like, you know, you know, sometimes usually in the very beginning, your younger athletes are going to be a lot more shy. They're going to be a little bit more timid. Um, you know, they're going to be needing that little bit extra, you know, attention. And, you know, DJ said something, I think it was last week on the podcast or the week before where it's like, you know, you write the program, you coach the program, but then at the same time, it's like, you know, you almost can say it's more of you write the program and you teach it versus coach it. Cause sometimes with the younger kids, it's, you know, they, you can coach all you want, but they, they just need to be taught, you know, they need to learn versus just be coached. Yeah, they need you to be a wife. Exactly. And that's where, you know, the younger athletes, that's where you can really bestow those like good patterns, those good behaviors, those things that they're going to take with them into high school, into college versus like versus the kid that maybe learns about it his junior, senior year and high school. And then he's like a little bit behind the eight ball or, you know, maybe he's getting it at a good time. But, you know, you got that 10, 11, 12 year old, you know, and you start teaching them it versus just kind of just like, hey, tuck your pelvis, put your foot here, do this. It's just like, all right, well, how about, you know, you explain to them and teach them why we're doing this, and that's probably going to go a lot What's further. What's important of tucking the pelvis and stacking the thorax? Yeah, you know, I mean, you also you don't have to go into, like, you know, if the kid's 11, you probably don't have to go into, like, extreme terms or terminology, but, you know, if you just kind of tell the kid in, like, general terms, like, hey, this is why we're doing this, and this is why we need to kind of, like, well, how really... How applies to his sport, too. Yeah, exactly, and that's where you can really relate it to them, and that's where, you know, if the kid's quiet or, you know, maybe a little timid and just doesn't see the, you know exact reason why we're probably doing this then that's where yeah you can just be like hey like you know like does this position feel a little bit familiar to like when you're taking a ground ball oh yeah 
okay so this this is this is why we're this is why we're doing it so if you can you know kind of have those moments with them too then that's where you know that communication then really takes a big jump and you know you're going to see a lot more results or buy-in if you want to say that with the, with the, the younger guys well i mean just going into it communication is key to hu all human activities right mm -hmm. it's literally what we do on a day-to-day -day basis you know it's necessary for learning exchange information um you know and generally just taking care of each other and you know talking about you know taking care of people it's like that's what our job is like we take care of these kids right they we spend more time with these kids and their parents too truthfully right they're at school and they come to us four to five days a week for an hour and a half to two and a half hours it's a lot of time with these kids you know and we're setting examples to them so we don't know what they're feeling right so when they walk in like hey how's your energy level right how's your how's your body feeling you know they just need also like getting the truth out of them is tough right because oh that's I think, uh, I know Taylor, you're running into it right now. We got uh, a group of high school kids that all all go to the same high school and what we've got, like eight, nine of them. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Um, yeah. right now, communication has been huge because I'd say for, they just started school probably two, three weeks ago. And since they've started school, they've started weightlifting for, for baseball, fall ball. And the stories they've been bringing into us have just got me and Taylor just kind of like, what like what are like what do we do with the kids now? Because the rep schemes and the the lifts and stuff they're doing at school before they even get in to see us is just go in the corner, close your eyes, and breathe. And that's you know that's you know and the kids the kids come in and they're just like well like I want to lift and it's you know we have to tell them like hey we're gonna lift but we're gonna have to lift around what you've already done today. Like you know we can't you know you just told us you crushed legs you know a twenty set an eighteen set or you know a twenty rep an eighteen rep a sixteen rep fourteen rep a twelve rep. <laughs> all for back squats and then you did something else right after it. It's like, Hey, you're, we're, we're done with legs for right now. Like, you know, and having to kind of teach the athlete, like, Hey, there's too much workload and then not doing enough. And just kind of having them like, like you said, like take care of them and let them know that you only have their best interests in mind. Like you're only like, you know, like, Hey, me taking this away from you today is only my expert opinion or, you know, my expertise on trying to help you in the long run. Like, yeah, I get it. You want to live today, but you, from what you just told me, we're not going to do but that. And you today. also have to have the, a good reason why. No, and that's right? and that's, you want to get better. I think they don't know that less is more sometimes. Yeah, and that's where, that's where like I said, you got to, like, that's where me and Taylor right now, the last two weeks, it's just like we've been telling the guys, like, hey, we're, we're going to meet you as much as we can halfway with, like, having you guys come in, lift some heavy weight. But it's like you have to be as openly, as honest as possible yeah. with us. Because otherwise, you know, if you're doing these crazy rep schemes and sets and, you know, just the exercise pairing that we're hearing, it's just like, you're not leaving us a lot of room to do that with you in-house. So it's like, you got to be honest and we're going to still, you know, obviously we're going to push it a little bit, but we're going to do it in a smart manner. And, you know, like you said, we just, we're, we're putting your, your best foot forward. Right? We're, we're trying to do what's best for you and we're not trying to just punish you yeah. in a way. And, I mean, that's, and that's where it comes As a down. coach, it's our job to start that conversation too. Mm -hmm. We can't wait for the athlete to come to us and say, hey, this is what we've been doing. You know, yeah. it's we have to start to initiate that conversation. And that's what's fun about working with the younger kids. Mm -hmm. And Brandon, you and I have worked with young like Taylor pretty much, you know, yeah. somewhat. You know, you have a different situation. But like Brandon and I started with kids that were 10, 11, 12 years old. And that's all they were training. And now those kids are in the big league, some of them, you know. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that just goes like. Any coach can coach a big leader. 
any coach can coach, right? It's just like, it's fun. Don't hurt them. Like, truthfully, it's that simple. Yeah. Fill their needs, give them, fill their buckets, and don't hurt them, right? Mm-hmm. Especially like a 10-year guy, you know? Guy on the, on the cusp a little bit different, like getting better. Like, well, yeah, we do that with our minor league guys or, you know, you know, guys that are back-end starters, you know, make them a two, three guy or whatever. But right now molding those kids into the athletes they are is that's the fun part of our job, you know, and discussing the communication thing with them. It's just like, I'm only as good to you as you are to me and vice versa. You know what I mean? And I, I know I want to talk to your coach. I want to talk to your parents. I want to talk to, you know, are you having girlfriend issues? Are you like, what is going on? Like what stressors do you have? You know, you have distress and you stress two totally different stressors, right? You have positive stress, negative stress. How are we going to manage the good stress and how are we going to manage the bad stress? If we add more good stress on top of the bad stress, that's still stress, you know? Yeah, that, and that's where we, we get to see, too, a couple things. We get to see, like, the kids come in every day. Like you said, like, we see them a lot, sometimes more than their, their like, parents just because they're all over the place. Oh, and, dude, off-season, I see our athletes way more than I see my family. Oh, hands down. It's not even close. Yeah, and we get to see, like, especially with the younger guys – we get to see them like we see the whole ups and downs, and we've been all through baseball. We know how like how guys feel on a daily basis. We know when a guy's being bothered by something, or he's got some sort of issues going on, or he's not playing, or you kind of see like the up and down, the roller coasters, other emotions like as they come in. So being able to to know your athlete and know the kid, and being able to talk to him about kind of the 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 life's the ups and downs and struggles with baseball, and being able to relate to them. We've all we've all been through it, and that's like the greatest thing about. Being a former baseball player and being able to sit down and talk to them about recruiting and talking about ups and downs, they're not being able to play it, and give them give them some sort of solace in that and kind of specific demands. Yeah, period. specific demands. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then kind of also going into kind of working with the all the guys from one team is um, I've been I'm working with the younger kids as well as I've been able to see a lot of the kids, um, specifically a couple kids, but see them grow up before your eyes, like them coming in yep. being really shy, timid. And now the couple, like when when a couple of the kids first came in, and now they're coming in like, hey, this is where I'm at. My body doesn't feel great after this lift. Can we just do a little bit of upper body and call it good? Or hey, that was last week. This week, hey, my body, I'm starting to recover a lot better. We might be able to do some sort of body weight leg stuff or just some sort of lighter weight stuff. Can we do that? Yeah, that's just building, and that's just building the trust too, right? Yeah. If the guy doesn't trust us, like they're gonna try and just work their asses off, mm-hmm. right? Where we want them to work their asses off, but in a different way. Yeah. You know, in a, managed, a smart way, in a managed way. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No, yeah. We we have we have all of the athletes' best interests. We're not going to, oh, you did this here? Okay, well, this is what we're going to do. And it's, at that time, it's like you could just be overfilling their bucket to the point where it's not helping at all. Our, the number one goal of us is to help our athletes perform better on the field, put them in better positions to perform better, um, help increase performance, stuff like that. And so we're just – fighting a constant battle with whoever their practices or their other coach that they're working with or their other lifting situation that they have at school, then it's like, we're not helping the kid at all. So we, we all want to be able to communicate. And that's the part that I think we've been getting somewhat better at working with high school coaches, certain high school coaches, are a lot easier to work with. Um, but we're with like summer ball coaches as well. And being able to put the athlete's best interest in mind. I think we've got a lot of parents on board about that just through building relationships and having those conversations, but having the athlete's best interest in mind and, we, we all want one thing, and so there's no point to be, hey, mine's better than this, you don't need to do this, stuff like that. It's- well, there's, you know, how, how you communicate is another thing too, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm reading here, there's four different t- types of communication. There's passive, aggressive, passive, aggressive, and assertive, 
right? So passive is like, eh, whatever. You know, that's why I think of passive. Would you guys agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, do do that. So, right, what do you want to do today? Oh, okay, whatever. Cool. Fuck it. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's kind of passive passive communication to me. Um, aggressive is like, no, you're gonna fucking do this. Like, let's fucking go right now. You have no fucking option. That's aggressive, right? Passive aggressive is like <laughs> you just being you just being an ignorant prick. Passive aggressive, like, eh, fuck you, like, whatever. You yeah. know, yeah. that's kind of right. And then assertive is more so like you're. That's kind of how we communicate, right? Yeah. It's more so like expl- explaining stuff and you know telling people the why and assuring them, right? Why we're talking the way we we're talking or giving them the advice we're giving, you know. Um, so you know we have to walk the line of how we're communicating too, right? Mm-hmm. We're we're communicating with the athlete and blowing up their their high school coach. That's not a good look on us yeah. or their parents or their girlfriend or you know a softball girl or boyfriend or whatever it may be, right? You know, so you know, and then at the same time we don't want to be complete assholes to these kids either. So we, we really have to walk that line of how we communicate with guys. Yeah, and that's the that's like the benefit of being in the private sector too versus yep. the college centers. We're able to sit down, build those relationships. Whereas the college sector, you only have so much time with the athletes. You can't really sit down and talk to them, get to know them. It's yep. just kind of over the four-year span. You get to know them just through well, the way. Simple, simple example, like if an athlete doesn't sign up, for example, his program's not in, yep. right? I don't think that's the athlete's fault. I think that's our fault, right? It's because you didn't communicate the first time saying, hey, what's your schedule this week? What, what's your schedule look like this week? All right, I know you're going to get in two days this week instead of three. Let's put it in, you know, like what days are you going to be in? Okay, cool. You know, he might have forgot to sign up. He has a million other things going on. Your job literally is a program for the athlete. Make sure he's ready to go when you're in here. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's not hard. Like, if he forgets to sign up, that's we all forget stuff all the time. Like yeah, it's just simple. It's just and I, I think uh, you know, I think communication goes further than just verbal too. I think it comes with timeliness, body language. You know, there's, there's so much more stuff that goes into communication than just literally talking to the athlete and asking them questions. It's, you know, like you just said, is there are there programs and like that right there is a sign of communication that you didn't like. Yeah, you might have forgot, but if it's a consistent, reoccurring thing, you're literally communicating to that athlete. Their their program's not important. You know, it wasn't important enough for you to. Or have you're it. not on the top of their priority. Yeah, like they're yeah, not on the top. That's of your what I'm saying. It's just, yeah. yeah, they weren't important enough for you to have it in like on time or like you know, like once like out of the moon. It's like you said, it's gonna happen. Like it's you're gonna forget. Or maybe, you make but, adjustments on the program. You but, need to talk yeah. to the. But like if it's yeah. like a reoccurring thing, you know, and it's like all right, like it's you're showing that athlete something right there, like without even saying anything to them. Or you know, if you're consistently late, you know, like if. Whatever you know, or it's you're you're not out on the floor coaching because you're trying to make something else up for somebody else that you forgot because you're already you know like behind the eight ball. It's like you're showing athletes on the floor that they're not important because you're doing your own thing type thing. So you know, where it's like that's, you're time, not, that's time management. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> you know, that still comes down to communication because yeah. you're still communicating to those athletes. That you don't get like up. exactly. You know, you're 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 doing your own thing at your own time and your own plan. Yep. Like you know, like if they're showing up on the hours that we're supposed to be open, then they deserve your full attention from the time we're open. You know, on the other end of the spectrum too, if the athlete continually does not sign up. That maybe that's a trend on their fault too. Right? That's where the communication yeah, is. But that's what you say. Go see Miss Ashton at the front. Yeah, and she'll take care of you. Yeah. You so just like, hit that one button. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're in Colorado. We don't have we don't have Ashton, right? We have you know Grant, Chris, Joe, and Emily, and Bailey. They have to do everything on their own. It's like that's even more important 
yeah. to talk to him, right? Uh, that's, a, yeah, that's just still an athlete-coach communication. Exactly. Like you said, you should still be talking to him, knowing, like, hey, like, you shouldn't be relying on a sign-up sheet to have their program, yeah. like, ready for the yeah. week. Well, especially yeah. since guys will sign up an hour before. Yeah. Like, last, last night, I had the kids sign up 10 minutes before game. I was like, oh, great. Perfect. But his program was already in. He was all set to go. So, like, I've got, like, I've gotten in. I talked to Brandon about this a little bit, too, is I've gotten in a routine of, like, Asking guys on the weekend, hey, when do you plan on coming in this week? Like the remote or in-house? Like, what do you got going on this week? What days do you want to come in this week? Then I know, okay, this kid's going to be in this day. This kid's going to be – so I don't have to rely on the sign-up sheet. But then it gives me an option, okay, if a kid doesn't come in, hey, man, you all good? Like, you told me you're going to be in today. Yeah, perfect. Just I was really busy. I couldn't come in. But, like, frustrates me sometimes mm-hmm. is when a kid – and it just goes back to the communication time is – I'll ask kid on the week or on Sunday or Monday, hey, when do you want to come in this week? I'm gonna come in three days, and he ends up coming in one of the days they told me he wasn't gonna come in, and he's like, Yeah, I uh, I just thought I'd come in today. Well, just shoot me a text. And a lot of kids have gotten really, really good at it. just text me. Like I have my phone on you got I have my phone on me 24-7. I always True. look at it, I have a watch, <laughs> I, I get all my text messages on there. It's just it's just the communication. And I think almost every like athletes get better and better, better better and better at it the longer they're with us just because they see how important it is um but it's those newer athletes that you kind of got to get a handle on of like how they learn how you need to communicate with them like we talked about before when you need to get after them a little bit or maybe it's like okay like a little more um assertive with it um and just kind of figuring out what type of athlete they are and how they're going to function best and then what kind of coach you need to be in order to help them i have a question how do you like let's say there's an athlete that's really shy and every time you talk to them they're just like it's good everything's good it's great like what are what do you what would you guys say that you do ask them, to like ask some questions outside of what they can answer good with or like right. is there like a body or like something like just like a different perspective like yeah because I, mean, I know those kids are that's a thing we see you that know? A lot. yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's usually like you said it's usually the younger kids yeah um i think it could be sometimes it's, they see the bigger older guys around them so they're just kind of a little bit more held back mm-hmm. or they're just you know they're just a shy individual and they're in a new environment and yeah. then i think that's where you got to kind of Maybe kind of learn the kid and see if it's a kid that you can maybe make a joke with, mm-hmm. whether it's by making, whether it's funny yourself or, you know, whether it's something like if they had a bad rep, you know, maybe kind of make like a little joke in there, see if you can get a smirk or a little smile and kind of get a read on the kid. And yeah. then that could maybe be a little bit of like an intro. And then that kid might kind of realize like, all right, you're maybe not such a bad guy, you know, you're yeah. just a normal guy. Cause sometimes that could be what it is too, is, you know, young athletes are kind of, maybe a little bit held back to around their coach. Mm -hmm. You know, they want to be perfect and, you know, they don't know exactly what to say to them, but if you kind of joke with them and show them that like, Hey, you can have a fun little fun time here, but Mm -hmm. still be serious. Then that kind of, I think kind of gets the kid a little bit more open and out of his shell. I think going back to the definition of reading definition of communication, right? Breaking it down a little bit more, but exchange between individuals through a common system or symbol. Right. So if you have a systematic approach of how to communicate with the guy, mm-hmm. right, and it's not giving them, like I just said, not giving them the ability just to say good. Yeah. Right. Like asking them a question like, hey, like, you know, what's your what's your favorite X? What's your favorite this? What's your favorite that? Like, what do you like about your workout? What do you like about this? Like get them just to open up a little bit. Yeah. Right. Don't 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 go into those questions where you're saying, how do you feel today? Good. All right. How was your sleep? Good. Oh, that does nothing for us, mm-hmm. you know. Could have been bad, right? Hey, what time? Up. What time did you go to bed? I can't say good, but let's say eleven o'clock. <laughs> I, mean, so I don't know. Right? I don't know. 
11 o'clock. <laughs> it was good. All right, why'd you go to bed so late? I was playing video games. Okay, what time did you wake up? 6 a.m. Okay, do you feel like you're rested? Pretty rested today after getting only six hours, seven hours of sleep? After playing video games and being on the screen all the time? They have to answer those questions. <laughs> yeah. Right? That's, I mean, that's yeah. literal communication. That's how communication is. Right? I was just off yeah. air. We were just talking like, I've been married for 10 years. That's pretty hard to do. But like, you know, communicating with their, she's pissing me all the time. I'm pissed at her, you know, sometimes. Right? Sometimes. Sometimes. You know what I mean? But like at the same time, Ashley, why are you upset with me? Right? She's like, she can't say good. She can't say great. She can't say wonderful. You know. You know. Yeah. She can oh, say yeah. you know. That's an answer. That's an answer. Yeah. But you know what I mean? And 99% of it, it's not my fault. It's probably something that happened with the kids. You know? And I... And Aren't you one just, of the kids? What's that? Aren't you one of the kids? I am a child. <laughs> but you know what I mean? So, like, giving the athlete ability to answer your questions without an answer that is good, great, whatever. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. well, um, and also, like, if you ask these open-ended questions, school starting. You ask about school, ask about their new schedule. Like, you build a relationship, kind of like what Brandon was saying. Like, that's how you get them to open up when a stress, like, that's like a, di a distress is going on. You know? Right. Something's going on with their girlfriend. They're not going to bring that up if they think that their asshole coach is just always here to do whatever. Like, otherwise, they would never say anything about their girlfriend well, especially or their sleep when, or whatever. Especially if you're just an asshole with a kid all the time, right? And you're not paying attention to him or you're not – giving him everything you have, right? It's going to be more so, it's going to be, why is he asking me questions? What the fuck's going on, right? It's it's going to be like, dude, like build that relationship with him first and foremost, right? Yeah. So you know that stuff. Yeah, that's where it comes into like showing the importance for the younger guys just as much as you do the older guys and showing, okay, yeah, like I have a college guy over here, but I have a freshman in high school here and I probably actually honestly need to spend more time with a freshman in high school than I do, need to do the older guy. The older yeah. guy probably knows what he's doing He's check good. in on him. Check in on him. But yeah, 100%. Like he could have been a program. So for... something, something I do, and that's worse, right? I'm not saying what I do is perfect, but it is. thanks, man. Um, <laughs> you know, like a college or pro guys in, 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 right? Okay. And I'll go over their new, say they're on a new list. They've been with us for three years. Okay. Go over their list. This is why you're doing this. Boom, 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 boom. Hey, I got this newer guy over here. I got to be with him. If you have any questions to ask myself or one other coach on the floor, everybody can help you. Right. You went through the program. You went through the why. They know what they know how to do a single leg RDL. Right. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. They know how to do these patterns, but they know now they know the why they're doing it. Right. Okay. And then now it's like, all right, now I'm gonna give my little bit more attention to the younger guy. And you give that guy that an option to ask for help exactly. if he does need it, so he's yeah. not like I'm abandoned. Yeah, exactly. you don't want to. Yeah. want to like hold the guy's hand and be like, no. Hey, this is your new workout. I'm gonna walk you every single thing. Even though they know six or seven things, but they kept coming yesterday. First day, first these were okay. He was in town. First program, I knew for a fact he didn't know five or six of the things on there. Hey, do you have any questions? Uh, no, not at the moment, but I I might later on. And then you know, coming asking questions, and he actually knew more than I thought he did. So it's like you don't need to handhold the kid that has been in the program. He probably it's knows what he's doing. Different already. environment of how we train too in a semi-private model, right? It's not yep. a one-on-one -on -one personal training. Right, it's more so of like let's accomplish, let's help accomplish this for you, and this is how it's going to be in college and pro ball, whatever it may be. Right, yeah. no, he's going to be your strength coach isn't going to be holding your hand. He has forty six other dudes to worry about. You know what I mean? So, but a good strength coach or a good nutrition coach or a good PT will walk you through the program, 
right? Every first day, right, Brandon? Like when I trained you, this is why we're doing it, right? Long time ago. Long time ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? Are you saying Brandon's old? No, I'm old. <laughs> I'm well, these two aren't young. Okay. Two, two, two <laughs> old guys in the room. We're seasoned vets. Okay? Seasoned vets. Oh, yeah, seasoned great. Yeah, I thought you were 33. Extra seasoning. A little extra seasoning on that beard. <laughs> well, salt and pepper. Of course, I noticed the hit. Right salt and pepper. What the hell is this? It's the kids. Uh, you gotta get just yeah, blame it on the kids. No, it's my staff, actually. <laughs> <laughs> we are the kids. My son. Basically just an extension. Where were we talking about? <laughs> Your salt and pepper. No, well, yeah. <laughs> some kind of communication, but like, yeah, you know, it's just like getting to the point where, you know, you, the athlete knows the why, the when, and the how. Explaining the why. Yeah, first. yeah. and that's with the young kids too, that's a big question that we get from the parents. And that's the assessment. Yeah. No, oh. yeah, 100%. Yeah, being able to like knock all of, because like we, I mean, we've talked to enough parents, we know the common questions that they have. Some will ask more, some won't ask some at all, but like, you know the questions are going to eventually come up. And the big, one of the biggest questions that we get, like whenever I jump on a phone call with a parent or a parent walks in and just wants to know, is it all one-on-one? -on -one? And it's not just like, no, it's it's not. It's just the semi-private model. It's like, no, like, this is why we don't do directly one-on-one. -on -one. Like, yeah. these are our pro guys. These are how they do things. These are college guys. Like, this is how college works. We want to prepare these high school kids for that. Because once they get up into those upper stages, upper levels of baseball, it's like, you're not going to have someone there to hold your hands. We want to teach them how to get by and get through their workouts and just manage on their own for when that time. Well, especially, especially when they are in the collegiate level where in a semi-project model, it's everybody's customized program, right? Yeah. They have to work through that, learn the why, and then they go to college. Everybody's doing the same group training program, yeah. right? Everybody's doing the same kind of essentially main lifts, core lifts, same mobilities, same modalities, whatever you want to call it, right? So we can educate them as a youth and high school kid going into college they can make small adjustments on their own yeah right no, no, no. you know what i'm saying yeah and that gives them the capabilities and abilities to be better and do extra things like yeah how many how many of your guys reach out to you that are in college hey can you get me a movement day for today or can you get me this can you give me that a lot right yeah i think it goes to like what i said earlier in the show too where it's like if you teach them early then they have those habits for when they get older. So like you said, the high school guys that go to college, then you could even do that with the younger guys the when they go into high school and they get stuck in those weightlifting classes that are mandatory and it's ran by an ex-football coach. And, you know, all you hear about is all we do is football lists. And it's like, you know, here's like a few little things that you've maybe been doing for the last year or two that, you know, you've learned and you know how it makes your body feel. And you can kind of sprinkle those into your class on your own to kind of help do whatever you're being forced to do by the teacher because that's the curriculum, you know, or, or whatever. Teacher had to ask questions. To that yeah, question. or you can even yeah, they can think for themselves and have a little bit of, you know, some facts of their own to you know ask the coach and then just be like, hey, I'm not, you know, I have a little bit of knowledge in this as well. Like, hey, this is kind of why I would like to do this. Would it be okay if I do your stuff, but then also do this stuff as well? And then hopefully that coach is open enough to be like, hey, I actually like your idea, like, sounds great, go ahead and do that, you know? Yeah, and we, we, if we're, if our athlete can educate their strength coach, that's perfect. We did a phenomenal job. We want them yeah, to ask exactly, that question. Right? Yeah. If Noah can explain, can teach his, his pitchers to throw, you know, fastballs up because he has a high BB because he has great lateral flexion, right? Or whatever, and the reason, gives him a reason why, we did our job. And we made, potentially made that staff better. Right, we made that coaching staff better from the strength staff to the pitching staff to whatever it may be. 
Yeah, it could yeah. also cause those coaches to start asking, you know, those internal questions of themselves, like, you know, maybe I need to think about this a little bit differently. Or maybe I need maybe to do some own, that. Some own, do some of their own research, you know. Or, hey, maybe I should reach out to this athlete's other coaches right. and just be like, hey, like, yeah. what have you been doing with this guy that I was unaware of? And, you know, like, what else can you do maybe for the rest of our other guys? Or, you know, like, hey, what do I need to make sure I keep doing with this guy to not, you know, ruin what you guys have done with him for the last couple of years? Like, he's only a freshman here. I just got him, you know, this month. You've had him for the last three years. You know, what have you been doing? You know, those kind of things. And then that's where relationships and communication are open and flowing. Yeah. Those are the best conversations, just like the one that DJ on, and I had the other day with uh, a college coach, just basically calling to pick our brains and kind of see what our processes are. And he truly wants the best for his kids and just wanted to learn as much as possible to be able to help his athletes. Yep. And I mean, that's what it's all about at the end of the day. Yeah. So I feel like, too, in the college guys, we, I was talking to DJ yesterday, we have a core group of guys that we've had in high school that are all getting ready to go. I think it's probably like 10 or 12 kids that are all getting ready to go into their first college year. And everybody, I remember me being in high school, like I was thinking like, oh my gosh, college is going to be the greatest thing. I'm going to have this, this, and this. I'm going to have a strength program like I never had before. And like, I don't pat ourselves on the back, but like in the private sector and with us especially, like you got it pretty good, like with your strength program. Like you're like, and everybody thinks like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get to college. It's going to be the same thing. It's going to be, it's, I didn't realize it until I got done. Like I was just in my mind, like lifting, like God, this is such a stupid program. Like this isn't helping me. What yeah. am I doing? Like, but then once I got out of it and actually interned in college twice, I was like, I got a good end. I was like, okay, this guy has forty athletes plus three other teams. Like he's doing a pretty damn good job yeah. for like what he has. And I have so many, and like a lot of college guys too. And I'm sure Brands had this too, and you have too. But like they'll reach out and be like, hey, like dude, my program sucks here. I'm like, okay, send me the program. These aren't, these are literally the basic exercise that we were doing. Like it's not all individualized, but it's, they're good exercises. Like think about what, like his shoes, like what is he doing? How many people does he have to work with? Like you can ask questions, you can add maybe a couple things in there, but like if you bring a, sh a shitty attitude to, to a, a program that or like a, like a strength program that you don't believe in, like you're not going to get anything out of it. Just no, buy it. Regardless. Yeah. We're here to communicate. Yeah. Like we're here. If you need anything, like if you need the little things on the side, that's what we're here for. But we'll see you in the winter. We'll see. Yeah. We'll <laughs> see you in the winter. Like have fun. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, I feel like a lot of that starts though with like, we we're talking about the foundation. We talk about foundation a lot in programming, but like foundation of the relationship, because you do that, then the, co the kids trust you and then they go, Hey Taylor, what do you think about XYZ schools program? And then you're like, hey, it's really good. And then, you know, it's got a bunch of big block exercises. And that's it, because that's all the time you have, because a lot of schools only have an hour. You know, you can get in what you get in an hour. They're big lifts, back squats, stuff like that. And hey, Taylor, what else can I get in? And then you that's where you can throw in any accessory to try and help continue better that athlete. Like, that's that trust and that bond. Or just that, knowing if you can add extra stuff, right? Yeah, that too. Where... You know, we had, I had a kid that has been working since seventh grade, go to a pretty big school, you know, asking for extra stuff, giving it to him. And then I did a deeper dive in what he was actually doing. I'm like, bro, you're gassed. Like, this is a gas program. They're just trying to get you to be stronger. You're a freshman. Like, welcome to the grind right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're just breaking you down. You're not throwing a baseball. You're just literally in the, the biggest massive strength phase ever. Let's just... You know, go with this right now. Like, let's, let's keep your energy. Go, go play some video games in your dorm. Chill. 
like go eat some food, go eat, meet some girls, like go do something. Go, have fun. go yeah, exactly. You don't need to obsess about it, right? Yeah. And you know, like, do you feel like you need this? He goes, no, I just know that works for me. I'm like, all right, well, once in a while, then we'll add some stuff. But you know, and luckily I have a good relationship with his strength coach where I could say, hey, like, what's the reason for this? Give me a reason. Okay, cool, let's do it. You know, so um, just that communication right there. Communication. You know, one of the, I think that's where, you know, like it, like you said, you've been training this kid for such a long time. And then, you know, he, he probably committed to that school very early. So like you said, you've had probably an open relationship with that coach and where, you know, you being um, in the very beginning of that relationship, probably very open to what they were doing. And then they were probably open to what you're doing. You've been able to keep that going to where now at this point, now that that kid's now under that kind of kind of coaches, you know, guidance, you can still check in and still have that really good relationship with the athlete and his, you know, strength coach at school. Whereas like if it was in the very beginning, you know, and you were kind of like, no, this is my guy, it's this way or the highway type thing. And then, you know, you kind of maybe continue to work with that kid and he gets here now, that coach now could be like, no, like, screw you, man. Like it's my way now or the highway. Like he's under my roof. It's my way. And like, screw you, you kind of were, you know, you're, wrong to me in the very beginning so it's just like yeah. always being in the very beginning of new relationships always well you also you know, have a good relationship with that coach who's not to say that they want to contract us to help them yeah. right you know we do consulting for for schools you know people have brought us in to consult for schools you know and if we bash that relationship we tarnish our name by not coaching the athletes properly bad mouthing the program that they're on you know, not giving attention to the athlete. Like, there's a reason why we've been around for 11 years now, 10 years, 11 years. You know, it's just I've learned my lesson. You know, bad mouthing a high school weight room coach that was a just a PE teacher thinking as a gym, like strength coach, right? I've done that. I blew him up on Twitter. I've fucked up before. You know, uh, I learned my lesson, but same time, it's just like learning to communicate with the whole circle, not just the athlete, right? And calling a parent like hey johnny did this today or emailing the parent or whatever you know we always gather the parents information mm -hmm. you know just if the if you see the parent come into the gym go talk to them you know they're investing a lot of money into us well and that's where you know like you said talking or communicating with the whole circle you know we've had it we've had instances in colorado where we you know we've reached out to the parents because we haven't seen the athlete in a little while and we've been trying to communicate with the athlete we haven't heard from the athlete and then we reach out to the parent we want to check in and they're like what do you mean you haven't seen him? I remember that. I've been, you know, I've been paying for. He's, you know, he told me he's been going to the gym. Yeah, and that's and that's where that he was, was an actual incident. In and Colorado. so that's where that's, that's that that looks better on us, where yeah, we're actually yeah. reaching out to them, just you know, showing our due diligence, checking yeah. in on our athletes and what's going on, because it was just like we showed that parent that like, hey, we're not just charging you to charge you, like we're actually there to like look after your athlete, like. The family had no idea their kid actually hadn't been coming in for probably a month or two because the kid had actually been lying to the parents at home and it was the other way around. So we actually like kind of like shed, like shed a light on the family and you know, like they actually were very thankful to us because they were just like, Hey, like yeah, like we have no idea. Like thank I'll you. gladly lose our membership fee to make sure your kid's going down the right path. Yeah, and it's versus you know the I mean? other way around where it's just like, Hey, you know, my son hasn't been there and you know, two or three months or, you know, something the other way around where it's like, we're just charging, charging, charging. And it's because we haven't actually reached out to the athlete and talked to them yeah. or, you know, whatever it may be. And yeah. so it's like, we actually showed them that it's like, Hey, we, we care about all of our people. Yeah, and it's like you, If you're a parent, you walk in our doors and you look out that window and you see us sitting around doing nothing. 
And do you want to pay us? Like, if you're a parent, you walk in, would you send your kid here? That's the biggest thing, right? And what I, I mean, having two kids now, it's like, I'm going to spend my money in certain places. Like, it's it's expensive. Let's be honest, right? There's better, definitely, definitely cheaper options, right? Always cheaper. Always cheaper op- options. But we're able to charge what we charge because we can offer that particular service. You know what I mean? And I, I, biggest thing for me is every time I walk in that room, out in that gym, I want to make sure we're giving the best uh, to the, to the athlete, uh, from the communication side to the programming side to the culture side to you know, just feeling safe here, feeling happy here, right? And just feeling like they're getting better, you know. Like yeah, we have a reputation of guys getting way better, yeah. But it's not about that. It's about helping guys get to achieve their dreams and be better people. That's yeah, about what happened and all of that time in between to the end of like the results of what got them better. Yeah, you if know? you truly don't care about the athlete, if you just throw a program in or if you just do whatever and you truly just don't give a shit, like there's other jobs out there for you. This is not a good job as a coach. Like people love there's volunteer coaches in high school because they care. Right? People yeah. care about it. You know, they care about the kid. You know, they care about helping kids. It might not be the right the right person doing the job or they might just have a shitty philosophy but they're doing it essentially for free and they care you know and most of the time those coaches that are doing it for free are trying to educate themselves and learn right knowing that you started as a volunteer pitching coach at your college 100 percent, and that's like i was just about to comment all the coaches that i look up to in the field strength and pitching like the number one thing that they talked about and what i really thrived on like at the beginning of my career when I didn't quite you know maybe not have the knowledge base was the care factor has to be there like that's arguably the most important aspect of coaching is showing your athlete that you care and that's how you get by that's the biggest compliment anybody can give you yeah he cares about his athletes and if you're a coach that maybe doesn't have you know the knowledge or or whatever you're still learning you're early in your career like I truly believe that you can get guys better by simply just showing them that they that you care about them and you care about their development and you want the absolute best for them no matter the situation. And they're they're just gonna buy in, yep. their confidence is gonna soar, and you're gonna get results. Yep. And you truly mean it. Yeah. It's not bullshit. Yeah. Like you're just stroking them a little bit. Right. You truly mean yeah, it. Yeah, you mean it. Yeah, and you yeah. show it. It's yeah. not just words. You, and you get it up excited. You get excited when they hit that PR. Yeah. You get excited when they get that offer. You get excited when they sign. You get excited when they get drafted, mm-hmm. right? There there's, needs to be excitement. If you don't have that excitement, you don't have that passion, you just get the fuck out. Like, yeah. And know, the game will wash you out. The game will wash you out. As a coach and as, a, as, yeah, an, as athlete, a coach and an athlete, right? If you come in, go through the, go through the you know, lackadaisical ranges of motion and just kind of just shrug it off to the side and just do your three main lifts and leave, I mean, I don't want to work with you anyways. Yeah. You know, we see it. It's not like yeah. you just do it. Exactly. Like, oh yeah, they did their lift. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. It's like, no, we, we see all that. And we'll yeah. say something. Yeah. Three, four, five different times, but the, like at that point, it's like okay, maybe he just like it's just going back to it. Back yeah, to the normal comment. We've said this a thousand times. It's not for everybody. Yeah. It's not for every every coach. It's not for every athlete. Literally not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Right. Being elite's hard. Right. If everybody tried to be elite and tried to work hard, our jobs would be way harder. Our lives would be way harder. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, if we need those average people so we can be elite. <laughs> you know what I mean? Truthfully, as yeah. much as that, as much as that is, like, hey, like, you want to be average? Fuck you. I'm, I'm doing my best. I'm going to be way fucking better than you. Right? And that's just the way things roll. So, I think that's good. good spot to end today. Good job today, boys.